I am 85% sure we're live. Welcome in to episode 10. Grab that mic. Get a hold of that Fuck son yeah. of a bitch. Fuck and you, Mike. Here we are. So, uh, yeah, this is episode 10 of The Scope. Thank you for everyone being here. I'm just going to apologize in advance for the, uh, for the terrible quality of this program. But someone who is here to save it from the Objective of Battlefield podcast, he came over to help me out. Only slightly bad. How are you doing, man? Good, good. I don't know if I would say I'm here to save it. I'm here to make it slightly less shit. I, good luck I, with that. Yeah, well, I'm only slightly bad, right? So I yeah. can only do so much. That's not bad. It is a little bad. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's been, uh, it's been a little bit of a wild week in the first-person shooter space. I have a few things to talk about. Not a ton, um, but... I, I got some stuff in my mind. If I don't drink too much bourbon, I will remember to say all of it. So I have some notes over here, uh, but but we'll see. Um, what what have you been playing? What? Oh, I've been I've been balls deep in Gran Turismo Seven. Just balls deep in it. Yeah. How how's that oh, going? Good, good. Uh, there's a test season for like uh, the super ranked mode this week. So I'm going to I'm going to be getting into that try and try and get good again. It's been a while since I've done a lot of online in a racing game. So what's it like what's it like playing a game that doesn't crash like every 30 seconds and works uh, It's and pretty stuff? cool. It's pretty cool. Got to admit. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what to do with myself honestly. The game just works. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's I I figured something I knew you would say that so I wanted to spring this on you. We talked a little bit about before we went live. What do you, what do you think about uh, Gran Turismo Sevens? The big thing on I know Reddit is your favorite place to go for information. You absolutely love yep. the brain trust yep. of Reddit. They're so yep. intelligent over there. That um, is correct. So they're saying that G GT Seven has a lower user score battlefield 2042 what what haven't kept up on it what's going on so they have reduced payouts for a couple of the higher paying races in the single player and there's pretty strong microtransactions in the game so for for in-game money so that's really kind of what it all, all it all stems from it like yeah it sucks that it's hard to get money in game but at the same time I'm not going to pay for that shit anyways. The game works for the most part. Uh, the servers were down for like 34 hours last week. Uh, it's an online only game, even to do the single player. So that's probably another portion of what's kind of pulled that down is the, the game was down and you couldn't do anything, essentially. Oh, that's so, rough. Yeah, between those two items, it's it's what's hurting it. But like, it doesn't crash. On PS5, the frame rate is rock solid. I mean, it's 60, but it's it's a console game, so I wouldn't expect, you know, 140, 160, anyways. So, you know, oh. that that's fine by me. So, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction, but people are trying to send a message, and I think Sony is going to listen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if people are tired of like not being able to, no barking. If people are under are tired of like not being able to unlock stuff, they're just gonna quit playing the game, and you you think they would like figure that out pretty quick, but yeah, 
I'm I'm a tiny bit worried to tie this uh, back into some of the first person shooters I'm following. I'm a little bit, I said this in a video last week, I'm a tiny bit worried about uh, World War III doing this. Um, progression, I just, the writing's kind of on the wall for me. Um, their microtransaction, or no, 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 sorry. I got microtransactions on the brain. Unfortunately, I think we're gonna have to talk about microtransactions a lot during this episode, because there's just a lot going on with that kind of stuff. But yeah. in World War III, the progression is so slow. I feel like I've played it a decent amount and I have like two ARs unlocked and there's some, there's like a dozen of them and all the attachments and stuff. And even the ones I used a bunch, I only have like two sites and one foregrip on like the, just the progression is incredibly slow and they already have on the front page, they're still in their closed beta, but they already have a spot for the store and a spot for the battle pass and stuff like that. And I, I mean, we'll probably talk a little bit about your favorite subject, NFTs. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Don't leave the call. Like, we I'm need, out. We need we need a safe word. We need a safe word. So, like, if I talk about NFTs much and you're ready to bounce, you, you can say it, and then I'll stop, and we can try to keep this disaster together. Um, but I just see it the writing on the wall for for that because there's so much content people want to get to, and it's just so flipping slow, and it's going to be a free to play game. So I could see them. I can, it's, it's not going to be pay to win because you'll probably be able to unlock it, but it's just going to be a massive amount of time to unlock stuff where there'll be people, there'll be the people that just want to win running around with the leveled up stuff. There's, there's also room, um, on the menus for blueprints and stuff. So I could see him having like custom guns that you can already just yeah. kind of like COD does. Yeah. I don't know if I have as much of a problem with it in in a game like that because it is a free-to-play game they have to make money somehow and they're not gonna make it off of my dumb ass because i'm not gonna buy the shit you know right. so yeah, i understand more. some people are going to either they're not good they don't have that much time you know there are reasons for it which i understand they just that those aren't my reasons you know that's it's not going to persuade me yeah i I wish like in a perfect world, like my wish, and I this they probably don't make enough, but if they the other thing is that game is like so there's so much customization in that game, there really is room if they wanted to 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 do cosmetic only microtransactions and still do some yeah. really cool stuff. Cause they have like they have like the Ronin the DevTech Ronin helmets and stuff look really cool in there. There's I mean there's just a ton of stuff and they could they could go that route, which would be awesome. I need to pour yeah. bourbon. I could see them doing that, just kind of doing all the the microtransaction, buy your own stuff, being you know, equipment for your soldier, a different helmet that has the same stats as some of the in-game ones, and that kind of shit. And I have absolutely zero problems with that. I don't see my soldier in the first-person shooter video game. I do not give a fuck what they look like. But they could be. It could be running around in My Little Pony with like a unicorn horn and shit. Doesn't matter. I don't see it. But you get you get that swagger though. If you if you know you look good, and then you feel good, and it just all stems from then you play good. That's what well, they say. I'm gonna play with a sniper rifle anyways. I'm just gonna be doming kids, right? I'm just gonna be posted up in this little hallway, and I'm just gonna one tap people to the neck. <laughs> Have you tried World War Three yet? Yeah, I played. 
not this most recent free weekend, but the one before I played a couple of hours and I got the sniper and that's all I used after that. I had a sniper and whatever the first SMG was and I, I melted. I took out a lot of people in like a hallway with the sniper. Just they weren't expecting it. I was like peeked around, leaned around a corner there were some guys to the right and I was to the left and they were all focusing on the big group of people, not the sniper that was continuously killing them. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful really for it. it. I just hope they get, I hope the microtransactions are fair and I hope we get some effing maps. We need some effing maps. We need some mother yeah. maps. Okay. Yeah. I didn't play all the maps. So like I can see the maps being an issue. There's like what, four or five of them. Have you ever so, had Michter's bourbon? Maybe once. It's yeah, a new one. I've had that once or twice. It's a new one for me. Caught me <laughs> off guard for a second. I'm gonna be all right though. Don't worry. <laughs> um. So I guess that's kind of the intro. What I the first like story I wanted to talk about on the program was uh, Tom Henderson. Shout out. Uh, he did a article, an exclusive article for VGC about all the stuff that's upcoming with Ubisoft. And uh, I just figured we'd talk about it a little bit. Um, I could pull up the article here, get my production team on it. Oh, yeah. And by the way, while I'm pulling this up, for all two of you that listen to the podcast out there, absolute shout out to you guys. Um, if you want to see our uh, our beautiful faces... Over on the YouTube links in the thing, I think in the show notes, I I'm 80% sure. So, um, I guess I'm mistaken. The article was for X fire. Sorry. But Tom Henderson talked about latest information on nearly 20 upcoming games. Um, so I wanted to go through this. Um, he talked about, uh, ghost recons frontline. So that's the one that's your favorite that you are amped about OSB. You are so yep. excited for yep. another battle Correct. royale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you know me, the battle royale guy. Yeah, keep it under control. Like I know you're gonna, you're so excited. But I'm just to, so hype right now. It's not even funny. Try honestly. to hold it in. <laughs> so, yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, Ghost Recon Frontline is supposed to be a free-to-play battle royale in which it appears from everything that we've seen, Ubisoft is doing exactly zero things new. Um, that we've seen from the battle royale genre. Um, there's a couple things with like building and drops and stuff. Also, with building, did you did you see that they took building out of Fortnite? Did you ever see that floating around? Yeah, I saw something about that. That's uh, that's interesting. I, I don't thought that know what was the wild. Children are gonna do these kids in their hip hop music out there? Like, I don't know what what are they gonna do? But yeah, I don't get off of my goddamn lawn. <laughs> what they're gonna do? <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, so I just thought that was interesting for a game that's been like just a, a pretty massive shooter for so long to take out like such a central mechanic of their game. Like I thought building was like a really big deal in Fortnite. I, I'm i assuming it's temporary? Question mark? Yeah, I think but, I saw it's for like a week or 10 days or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if Battlefield did that, it'd be like they removed like specialists or something. No, they would remove guns. You just have to run around and knife people or Great. not get hit by a tank. Great. Oh, can you imagine the bolts if they did that? Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, Yuck. God. I have so, nightmares thinking about it. So the other thing... Uh, oh, dang. Do you want me to bleep it out when I say NFT? So the other it, thing... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. This game has... 
could have those in it um so yeah we know ubisoft has a thing going i can't remember the name of it because my brain is old but they have an nft thing where they're like different serial numbers on helmets or something um it's completely silly but we don't know if this is going to be in there but they're starting to uh ramp up and invite people to play test it seems like this game and also x defiant are kind of which we're going to talk about next are kind of like on the same like they're in the same point in development it really kind of feels like um so yeah ghost recon frontline is going to be free to play says it's the farthest away from release for all three they're they have three free to play fps titles in development right now um the next one is x defiant and i thought this was really interesting i saw when they they put out the call that they're going to start um having more uh, play tests and stuff they're starting to invite more people um one of the things that they did that i saw right away was they took they removed tom clancy's name from it which i thought was a pretty good idea i saw a lot of backlash um using tom clancy's name in something that um doesn't fit that space at all in my opinion because yeah. it almost the the art design almost looks like writer's republic or something it's more like punk contemporary um like i don't know it, yeah it it gives me kind of like oh like yeah like writer's republic meets uh valorant or overwatch or something kind of like that it's yeah. got that kind of vibe to it it just doesn't work with the tom clancy name right so i was i was glad to see them take that off um i think i pulled up oh shout out my production team um this is the i pulled up the uh, artwork for it um you can see they completely changed it before it was like a spray painted x going completely down like the punk rock cyberpunk watchdogs um type type artwork and they kind of cleaned that up quite a bit the other interesting thing i saw about x defiant was last week um they hired on aches uh patty p who's a uh, longtime call of duty pro uh he he won he's won a lot of titles and just been like one of the mainstays on the call of duty comp scene they hired him on as a consultant for this game so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, they could be going more of a comp route, which, yeah, I mean, if my my boomer ass doesn't really enjoy all the cartoony type stuff, um, but if it plays good, I'll I'll definitely give it a try. Um, and if if it's got a good ranked mode like S and D, I'll definitely give it a try. Um, I'm for that kind of gameplay. I'm mostly looking forward to Modern Warfare Two S and D. Yeah. Cheer. Yeah. I just I don't know how much more space there is for like a a super competitive FPS game. It yeah, and it it has uh that's right, they do have Mark Rubin um from Call of Duty on this thing. It it, it just feels like those when we've talked about this on the show quite a bit. Um it just it feels like those those spawn die spawn die multiplayer is just kind of getting fizzled out a little bit and it really seems like Ubisoft is not coming up with anything new. <laughs> No, Ubisoft is allergic to change. Look at every game since Assassin's Creed came out, or Far Cry. You know, they're all the same basic formula. There, I guess there are new, new games like Assassin. There's a couple of new Assassin's Creed games, uh, Prince of Persia and stuff like that. But I was kind of um, focusing more or less on the shooters. Um, but yeah, the Insider sessions are started. Um, I played the first Insider session of that, and it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's just like, it's another, it feels like another Call of Duty. 
Um, and I, I don't know how well, honestly, that's going to do. Um, yeah. If you're going to go for the king, you better not fucking miss. And then something that a lot of people are probably excited for is this uh, Splinter Cell remake. Um, yeah. In October, Tom leaked that the Ubisoft is greenlit a new Splinter Cell title. So that'll be pretty cool. We could see it won't release until 2024. These games releases so far away from when they tease is like getting old to me. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It, I've after 2042, I would almost rather not know anything until like a week before the game comes out. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that way too. I really am because yeah, it it's like uh, everybody. So like today was it yesterday or today. They talked about Witcher 4, like they, they teased an image. Like that game has to be years from coming out. Like I can't imagine, like the way they're still working on Cyberpunk, trying to get that, you know, going and, and the yeah. functional game and they're adding expansions for that. I can't, and they're switching engines for Witcher 4. They're going to Unreal 5. It's like they're teasing games that people are getting excited and it's like, you're way early there, bud. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be a while. You might see the game in the 2020s, maybe. That's what it feels like. That's definitely what it feels like. Um, so that's that's uh that's essentially what's going on at uh, at Ubisoft, I guess. I I'm not too familiar with their other games. Um, I know they're doing the Division Heartland is another. I guess that's third person like looter shooter. Um, yeah. that's going to be coming out. Pretty soon it's just a big expansion for uh for their latest division game but other than that i don't really i don't i found this out with elden ring which is supposed to be like the best single player game ever of all time and if you don't play it you're you're an idiot uh i tried and i i think it just i think it just fully cements the fact that i cannot get into a freaking single player story game i don't know why i can't they don't hook me i don't I don't know. I'm weird. I can I can get that. Like I like single player games, but I know just from watching Elden Ring, I'm not gonna like it. Granted, I've watched a lot of my friends play like Dark Souls, and it's the same teams and stuff yeah. that work on it. I'm not that fucking good at video games, man. <laughs> I don't want to break hard. stuff. Yeah, yeah. They make it. Uh, they make it pretty difficult. I played a little bit of it. I had those guys helping me and tell me where to go. And the whole time I was thinking like, how much, like when I start a game, I want to beat it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. how much time would I be wasting if these guys weren't sitting here telling me where to go? Like if I had to go around this massive open world and figure out and figure out where to go, like what, what the heck would I, would I even do? But I, a game, I feel like a game like Witcher 4 would be another one that like the, the massive one that everybody gets excited about. I like always try it. Like I, yeah. I, I always like give it a try, and I, and the same thing happens. Like I just I get bored, I get frustrated. Um, I feel like if I want a story, I will watch a movie. Or honestly, I really I kind of enjoy like watching people's streams of those games. I like watching. I will watch a stream before I play it. I'll I'll watch you beat your head against the wall trying to figure out what to do next instead of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, especially for games like that that like they're interesting, but they're not interesting enough for me to spend 60 or 70 dollars on. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. 
the the whole thing like the open world and it's not obvious what you need to do and then there's like uh i saw on twitter somebody found like a secret wall you could break down just a random brick wall if you hit it 50 times like yeah <laughs> like how do you even find that and then that stuff frustrates me like i it just seems silly yeah i'll i'll get it in a couple of years maybe when it's like 20 dollars and the wiki has all of the information on what i need to do and how i need to do it and what <laughs> walls i need to hit <laughs> yeah that's that's where i'm at too meta that they speed run it and then uh yeah, but Witcher Four, I could probably, I'll probably check out just because I also kind of got into the Netflix series was pretty cool too. I like that a lot. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much Ubisoft and a bunch of other random stuff that nobody cares about. Now, I would like to move on to Call of Duty Season Two and the Demilitarized Zone. And now I have, I have a big conspiracy theory about the the DMZ mode, the, the extraction type game mode. Um, up on the screen is the roadmap for season two reloaded in Call of Duty. And I like love it or hate Call of Duty, like I have to commend them. They actually are doing a really good job with live service. I feel like they, they're coming through with the content. Um, it seems like this is just like another part of, Season two, again, Call of Duty and Battlefield came out roughly the same time and we're already on season two reloaded of Call of Duty and Battlefield is, uh, yep. There yeah. I downloaded the update last night with the scoreboard. I still haven't played the game. <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't even looked at the new scoreboard. I saw that you couldn't even look at it at the end of round. Yeah, the only like, time you want to look at it. It's amazing. Yeah, that game is toast. I'm I'm hoping, I said this in my video today, I'm hoping to find out like how many people are left working on that game. Um, Tom Henderson said on a live stream, I asked him, you know, are you able or going to report on how many people are left working on Battlefield 2042? Because it would be interesting to me. And I think it would be really telling what they're gonna, what they are and aren't going to do with that game moving forward. And he said he knows and it's astonishingly low and he said he also has uh, some sources telling him that they're looking at legal stuff against him, so he's not sure if he can report on it or not. But then I'm like, yeah. I'm like, leak it to me, I'll do it. But I, I just, I want to know. That I, I just think that would be really telling on the future of that game, as bleak as it probably is. And I mean, you could tell that. It's pretty obvious that most of the people have probably moved on. Um, I also saw on Twitter. I'm getting off on all these tangents and not staying anywhere near the topics that I have on the screen. So um, <laughs> I also saw on Twitter that the the Marcus Leto guy, the dude, uh, the, the Halo guy is actually yeah. in Stockholm. So that's interesting. I wonder what they're up to. Yeah. yeah. Working on the next game. <laughs> I really think so. They they've probably got like the interns, the unpaid interns working on twenty forty two, and the main team is working on twenty forty three or whatever they're gonna call the next game. Imagine they, they I think they they have to completely rebrand, uh, so bad. But with uh, Call of Duty season two reloaded, I am actually really looking forward um to the Rebirth Island map update. 
and honestly it has been astonishing i feel like that game mode is carrying warzone right now most people are playing rebirth island i feel like um honestly that it, it's it's such a great game mode for for battle royale but not as annoying it takes away it takes away a lot of the annoying and crappy parts of brs but you still yeah. get you still you don't waste a lot of time and you still have the opportunity to fight for that that last circle like adrenaline rush yeah uh, i haven't played much warzone uh fuck in two years so i did play a little bit of rebirth when i was playing i did like it i think it was the better game mode but it's more it's more like multiplayer which as we know i cannot stand brs so that that appeals to me a lot more (laughs) not enough for it to take up all two terabytes of my two terabyte game drive but it is more interesting than than caldera and the rest of the the br yeah i just i it's especially bad in call of duty like when your team dies and you have to they have to try to survive to bring you back and you're sitting there watching them now i mean and then even a step further you have PUBG where you can't come back and then you have tarkov where you can't even spectate your team and you're just chilling in your stash for an hour and a half um so yeah there's different levels of suck uh, when it comes to those mechanics and i think rebirth island is has the least amount of it and i, I have a lot of fun because i mean you can get through a game in like 20 minutes and either win or lose and you're in the next one so it's pretty cool and yeah. I, I saw a really telling poll modern warzone tweeted tweeted over on twitter where else would they tweet it i'm so stupid they tweeted on twitter they didn't tweet on instagram they, they tweeted on facebook correct oh, christ yeah so they tweeted they tweeted over on whatsapp uh the uh poll <laughs> to see how many people were playing rebirth versus caldera and it was crazy it was like uh it was like seven when i saw it there was like six thousand votes and like 73 percent of people were playing rebirth over uh over caldera which i thought was pretty crazy and i can tell the matchmaking the skill-based matchmaking on rebirth island is insane it's so sweaty um but yeah, so they're they're finally changing that map, which is great. I think a lot of people are playing it. I'm super hopeful that Warzone 2 brings a wider variety of those small Rebirth Island style maps. Because um, I feel like there's about, there's, so there's about 40 people in the lobby. So you have a decent amount, again, a decent chance of getting to the late game. And that, that's where the adrenaline and the fun is for me. Um, when you get yeah. when you get down towards the end and it just speeds up that process quite a bit so they're they're adding POIs docks down by the beach the prison courtyard has a lot more paths and ways to move uh, secure area I was a little bit bummed about it it's it's on the the other end of the map uh, from the bioweapons lab and it was like a really a pretty boring area but sometimes there was a buy station down there and you could just go down there get your load out like really easy half the lobby would be dead and then you could rotate up in and get a win and they said um they said in the blog post that security area was a pretty low picked area with not a lot of traffic and i'm like i know that's why my old ass liked it so <laughs> so they they ruined that and that's kind of a bummer because that was that was how you could go on some pretty cool win streaks you could win a lot of games dropping there um a new gun they actually are going back and adding uh, a new map to black ops 4 which is i mean free content which is pretty cool i have to commend them for doing that for sure 
Yeah, I think they did the same thing with Modern Warfare. Yeah. After Cold War came out, they added a map or two and a couple of guns or something. Yep. And then, uh, so so here here's where I get here's where I get wild. Here's where I get conspiracy theorized. Um, for those of you who don't know, the DMZ is rumored to be a game mode coming with Modern Warfare Roman numeral two. That is, that is, this is the last time I'll say it, like Tarkov, it's supposed to be an extraction type game, but we don't know how like Tarkov it's gonna be. Um, but what they added this time is, I feel like like the my, my brain tries to hook things together all the time. And I feel like they might be testing mechanics for the DMZ in this game mode. They're adding weapon trade stations where you can trade in a gun for other things like armor plates, score streaks, um, stuff like that. So if you kill a team, now their loot kind of means something. You can pick up their stuff, take it to a trade station, yeah. and, and trade it out for stuff that you need as a team. And I, I thought that was pretty interesting. That sounds something that would be in more of a looter shooter. And they also have uh, high high tier loot spots in Caldera with bots with AI enemies protecting it, and that's just another thing that goes into an extraction type game mode. So I feel like they're testing some of these things out. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense, and they can do it in a way to where the average player isn't going to think of that. It's people that put a bunch of time into Tarkov and know that this other mode is coming kind of put some pieces together or we're all fucking crazy it there, it's there's no in between uh it's probably the latter but probably <laughs> i just thought it just feels like that's a that would be a really good way for him to test it but scrolling through some some screenshots of rebirth i'm i'm excited to drop into this um later this week i've been playing mostly rainbow six a little bit of tarkov and and rebirth um, I was trying to see, I'm scrolling through here, checking out, there's the trade station. That's what it looks like. It's a little bit weird. They're adding stuff. They're changing. What did I see? They're adding where you can, uh, you can drop a satchel. So you can drop that for your teammates. You can see how many plates are left in it. You can pick up plates from a satchel and they're adding, uh, they're doing more stuff to parachuting to help that, which is all good. Cause they added it to where you could deploy your parachute really low to the ground but you can't cut it low to the ground. So if you're coming, if you want to drop down on somebody and you hit your parachute, there's like a quite a big range where you can't cut it. So you're just floating there and the guy just shoots you out of the air because you can't, you, yeah, because yeah, you can't cut your shoot. absolutely beamed. Yeah, so it's pretty rough. But there's the new uh, 12v12 game mode in the Alps. Again, my brain going way farther than it should. I wonders if this was a piece of the map from the Ural Mountains that ended up getting axed that was supposed to be the new Warzone map with Black Ops 4. I just I just think of stuff like that. I don't know why, but I do. It um, would make sense for them to kind of repurpose some of that. Because Cold War and Vanguard, I believe, are still on the older Call of Duty engine. Yeah. So it probably wasn't too much work to kind of port it over. Right. And Maybe. yeah, be a lot a lot less assets, right? Like a lot less processing yeah. power and probably a lot less bugs and stuff with a smaller portion of the map. So yeah, and, and they had they at least had the Ural Mountains because you could find in the leaks actual like uh there were screenshots of the map. So like they had it that far. You'd think they had it like at least blocked out and stuff where it could have it just maybe needed some more some more uh finishing touches to it. And why not port it to multiplayer, which they potentially might have. That's all I'm saying. Um, and then they're making changes to uh, 
to ranked i wish i wish they would add ranked play back when i was a call of duty multiplayer fiend i would have loved ranked play back then um i don't i don't get too excited about it now um but they added some really cool stuff some higher tiers and some really cool weapon skins for ranked which i think i love ranked in rainbow six um so uh, ranked is something if you get into it and you want to try to improve uh it can really uh really get you hooked on a game um trying to see what else i'm just skimming through uh this blog post there's a ton of stuff in here imagine if battlefield had like half this content like anything would be or communication in general would be pretty wild pretty cool those are brutal expectations those are extremely brutal expectations i don't know i don't know how anybody's supposed to make you happy if you actually just want a working game uh, well, no... have have lower expectations want a not working game really <laughs> Fucking I, feel, idiots. I feel i feel like you nailed that though in the lead up i feel like you nailed it because you you did you said you had real low expectations for it and boom yeah i mean that's the way to be yeah that's how i approach really any game anymore i have really high hopes but my expectations are so low that's that's kind of how i am with life anymore yeah I'm kind of the same way with life. I have really low expectations. So you're either correct or you're pleasantly surprised. Those are your two options. So it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Nothing else. I guess Snoop Dogg is going to be an operator in Vanguard and Warzone. So that's pretty lit if you're into that. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I wonder if they'll have very many voice lines. Because I remember they had that back in the day. It was, was it for Ghost? They had uh, the Snoop Dogg voice pack, which was hilarious yes he was like the announcer or something yeah i kind of remember that now that you say that yeah they had a they had like a narrator pack where he was he was the voice actor for the announcer it was pretty awesome um and yeah so yeah in chat pierce sam is saying uh warzone is a fun game mode but the gunplay is so easy and ttk way too fast i think you're on to something with that sam um so supposedly with this update also one of the big changes coming to warzone i'm, I'm really glad you said that because it, it jogged little little neurons started firing in my old man brain um they are they are adding 50 health uh to everybody in warzone and they're also getting rid of vanguard royale and they're merging that so they're taking they're taking out stuns uh i think dead silence uh one other annoying thing they're taking out and then everybody's getting 50 health because because you're right the the ttk is so fast that if you get caught out in the open you have there's nothing you can do like you're i mean you're just toast so this gives people like a little bit of time to react um you can actually you know get to cover maybe and return shots heal up and have an actual gunfight instead of just getting getting murked in the back or from the side i think they make they're gonna make you abs harder to get and some stuff like that to make it a little bit more traditional battle royale but i'm i'm excited to see those changes i think adding health is uh is pretty good the gunplay is really accessible and like i mean no, they have no recoil I, I was like i didn't realize i played i played tarkov so much and those guns have insane recoil and like insurgency sandstorm and stuff yeah i went into then i played like after i played that for just a couple weeks i hadn't played any warzone i went back into warzone with some friends and i was like these guns have negative recoil like they actually go down and I didn't realize it, but my hand on my mouse would pull down and without me even thinking about it. Yeah. And I couldn't stop it from doing that. 
and if you put the right stuff on some of those guns they have zero recoil it's not negative but i was like these guns actually kick down <laughs> like i thought they did the gun plays really easy yeah that's part of my problem with call of duty is yes it's very accessible but because it's so accessible like it's too easy like okay i'm gonna use an ak-47 that traditionally has a lot of recoil nah nah it just beams people across the map without yeah. me doing anything it gets boring honestly i but think it does at least it would it would be interesting if that game mode did have like uh pub or insurgency or tarkov type gunplay with just a massive amount of recoil and a bigger skill gap um that being said to me the the skill skill gap seems incredibly low in that game and it's, and it's really accessible but at the same time there are some absolute freaks at that game and i don't get how they do it but they do it like there's people who are so good at the movement and the gunplay and stuff that just blow my mind um some of the pros and the streamers and stuff it's uh it's absolutely crazy yeah, well, they, they crush up all of their Adderall, they mix it with their G Fuel, and then they just snort fat lines of it, and then they start streaming, and they slide cancel all the way across the map in one motion, and shoot people out of the sky and commit war crimes and shit. And I'm not that good, I don't want to be that good, <laughs> I don't have that kind of money for that shit. See, and then that's the other thing. And then COD sneaks this stuff in there too. Like, I think it's been pretty much almost proven that if you buy stuff in the in the store, it lightens up the skill based matchmaking for like your next few games. Like, if you spend money, so yeah. Like, and there's stuff like that. Like, and then every time, every time a gun comes out, it's always like super super strong, and you can you can unlock it yourself. But if you don't want to grind it for a small fee, we'll hook you right up. Yeah. I, it... <sighs> I don't have a problem, tangent, I don't really have a problem with skill-based matchmaking. Just tell me, like, what bracket I'm in or something. That's Gran Turismo is a really good example. It show, it's got two different ways it ranks you. One based on your driver rating, you know, how good you are. And one based on your sportsmanship, if you ram people off the road and you cut corners and shit like that. And it's all visible. You can tell exactly where you are. And it, it makes for a better game because of that. You know, okay, well, I've I've lost some driver rating. I'm going to probably wipe the floor in this, this race. And in the next couple, I'll be back to where I should be and getting my shit pushed in by people who spend entirely too much time on this. Uh, yeah, and that's why I'm, a, I'm pulled towards like Rainbow Six's ranked mode because it tells you where you're at, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you have to put up with sweats, then you're going to get rewarded for it, right? Like you're going to get, mm -hmm. you're going to get more, uh, more, I don't know, prestige, I guess. And then you also get the charm at the end of the year where you get to show off, you know, how high you got in the previous season. So, you know, but call of duty is basically everything is a ranked mode and yeah, they don't tell you. Yeah. So, and that's, that's the inherent issue with skill-based matchmaking is like, you don't feel like you get better at the game, even though you probably are, you're just playing people who are better too. So it just feels like you're, not getting any better that's why i was i'm bummed that like ranked mode is like just now a thing again um yeah if they would either tell you or kind of loosen it up you know it needs one or the other yeah so then yeah or just have like ranked mode that is skill-based matching again that's like what it is 
and then the casual modes are a lot looser there's like probably yeah. like a protected bracket for like new players and like really yeah it's in new players and then everybody else is kind of just based on connection and then away you go would be yeah but they have some kind of i mean there's all kinds of patents and crazy shit they have going on with their matchmaking to try to keep people playing and keep people safe and like they have it tweaked and fine-tuned to keep the most people playing they possibly can it's crazy um yeah so yeah that's essentially call of duty season two reloaded and that comes out part of it's tomorrow and part of it's wednesday so by i don't weird there's like a vanguard update and then a warzone update and all that stuff comes out which is going to be pretty cool i'm excited to try rebirth um and i think yeah i think some of the some of the mechanics conspiracy theory tinfoil hat are uh, stuff they're testing out for dmz but we'll see we haven't really heard anything about um at all about modern warfare 2 officially yet but that should be that should be coming in the next couple months um so yeah the the next thing i wanted to talk about your favorite nfts again um so dr disrespect i did the video on it as expected the comments were incredibly toxic um there is a lot of people talking about uh nfts whether they be good or bad i don't understand them fully so i don't feel like i have a really solid opinion on them they i i let's just i haven't seen anything where i'm like oh yeah we need those that's a good idea i haven't i haven't seen that yet but up on the screen is a is what you can get for for fifty dollars and early access to doc's game you can get one of these player cards you are out of your fucking mind what you're not in on that how many have you gotten (laughs) you look Uh, negative 10 i take nfts away from other people and i put them in a bonfire and i burn them (laughs) well but then how many people screenshotted it between the time you bought it and the time i see they they stole it from you buying it no i'm stealing it but the the blockchain man no call me hacker man uh i am hacking the the statue of liberty right now to steal nfts from (laughs) children in china (laughs) you heard it here first um (laughs) but but essentially yeah i man i don't get it i think it's like it's like negative press for for his uh, overall the community seems pretty negative on it and the reasoning behind that is i feel like for for nfts to like work in and benefit the gamer the the companies and developers have to be transparent and honest in their dealings and we just don't see that very often with like like runescape stores and the stuff that happened with the csgo gambling sites and skins and this to me these nfts just open the door for shady stuff to happen like in you know they can build into the blockchain uh stuff to where you know every time someone sells it and buys it like they get a fee off the top um you know getting money that way and it almost like it generates false hype with microtransactions and i don't see why you have to bring in like blockchain and stuff like that for these things to be transferable in game um stuff like the weird pictures that seem completely moronic to me um that you can buy 
um those things i guess where they don't exist inside of a game i guess it may maybe they have to have some kind of ownership tag on them but in game like i can't steal anything from you in game and use it like i can't steal a skin from you unless i own it so why do we need the blockchain bullshit uh in a yeah. video game i don't i think they could do skins um like csgo where you could trade them and stuff like that and i i don't see where the blockchain needs to come into it so i just feel like this is a lot of negative press early for for dr disrespect's game um people are tweeting he's like crazy um and talking about it but with the founder's badge uh you get one of these like i have on the screen and then other stuff I don't understand, like you supposedly get a say in the development cycle, like maybe you get a vote on gameplay stuff and then something else. I, it didn't make sense. So for yeah. me, I'm not spending 50 bucks on that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and if I see somebody who spent $50 on it, I'm going to kill them and then I'm going to mag dump their body before I start teabagging them. In game. In, in game no i'm gonna find their house no i'm Whoa. not I'm, that's way too much effort and i'm T way too late tos like jail <laughs> true true i'm glad you threw that in there um so here's the other thing are you ready for this this is crazy so could, could you see the screen like when i like put stuff up there um so this is a tweet somebody noticed that on the website they completely ripped off a frame from cyberpunk on doc's website like from the teaser trailer like like it's just copy pasted so like if nfts weren't annoying um yeah he uh ripped off cyberpunk on the website and of course of course they they came back and said like it was just a mistake and stuff but for those for those two two or three of you on the podcast it's just pretty much a copy pasted frame as a background for the website for uh midnight society's new game so i'm just i guess i'm out of touch with the times or something i just don't understand dr disrespect in general i find him super annoying i i but, like him and i i i have an incredible amount of respect for what he's done for streaming like his he he's sure, on yeah. he he says it as a catchphrase but he is on another level with his production um with his persona um i think he he just he does an incredible job and has an incredibly high production value um and I, I think he's pretty funny for the most time like i i don't i i don't mind watching him uh from time to time he gives me a good chuckle i especially like i like his youtube videos a lot too so they take out the funny moments and stuff but i think he's hilarious um but at the same time this just doesn't look good for like the start of his game. It's just a bad look. Um, where you go, yeah. you go from NFTs to ripping artwork. It's just that's just not a good start to the game, and it it gives that vibe of a cash grab, um, rather than in my opinion, rather than people putting in you know good hard work and coming up with a new IP. We'll we'll see. He's got a lot of heavy hitters. There's a lot of people from Call of Duty and Halo on that. And he himself used to be a developer. Um, at Sledgehammer Games and worked on Advanced Warfare. So he has a little bit of experience. Um, but yeah, I'm just hopeful. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, but very skeptical. And I'm not going to spend any money on this. I, 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 can't, I can't picture a scenario where I would, I would support uh, these practices at this point. Yeah, like you said, it just seems like a cash grab, honestly yeah and i don't know honestly i put 
I put battle passes up there with crappy business practices too. I hate battle passes because they have a lot of FOMO. Like there's stuff on there you see that you that you want, and then you know that you like you'll never get an opportunity to buy it again. Yeah. But at the same time, it's so shitty to me that you pay money for it for the opportunity to unlock it. Like then you still have to like grind the game out and play a bunch. So like if something comes up, you know, real life happens and you have stuff to do. It's like, what? Like, I just paid for the opportunity to possibly, potentially get that stuff. And if you don't get to play the game enough, then you're just donating money to the game. I hate battle passes for that. Yeah. Uh, Hey, let's make you spend 20 bucks for a couple of months. And you might unlock everything in this. Or... You're going to know life this and you're going to get everything and you're going to lose your girlfriend. You're going to lose your job. <laughs> you're going to lose your house because you lost your job. You can't make your mortgage pay. Uh... I think we're back just minus all the viewers. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, my power went out. I also have to get you back on the screen. Um, Let me fix that. Uh, I love living in the country. There's a storm like... 20 miles away so you know that's really close super close knocks out my power badass oh man it sounds like a good time for more tequila yeah you might as well grab some i think i have there we go we're back all right we're kind of back does anyone see us holy shit i lost power guys i got struck by lightning but i'm okay no clue what we're talking about and i kind of don't know where i am i'm just gonna drink more bourbon and we'll see what happens speaking of getting struck by lightning um it was god it's probably been 10 years ago now but when i was in college my parents house got hit by lightning and it took out all kinds of shit destroyed like tvs took out my buddy's laptop no his laptop charger the brick saved the actual computer their house yeah it was crazy i've never heard anything louder in my life dang that's crazy like yeah i've i've had it strike pretty close but like not not super close yeah Um, it like struck the top of the chimney it was crazy shit um so what were we talking about i was talking about doc's thing and how it wasn't a good look and you said oh yeah we were uh talking about fomo and battle passes and yeah and yeah you you buy the battle pass you you have to finish it in your two months or whatever so you stop going to work you ignore your girlfriend (laughs) you're single you lose your job you're playing the game in your car at the mcdonald's parking lot yeah, just a real sad lifestyle but, to live there. But you have an amazing skin for your character, and that makes it all worth it. True. Your character's got My Little Pony and unicorns on it, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Oh, man. You want to you know the best part about losing power? Is I had uh, my notes uh, pulled up for the quick shot segment like the faster news stories and i had those i typed in notepad guess who didn't save it good job this guy 
So Sick. you take you take a shitty, shitty show, like a terrible program, and then you just cut the power to it and make it even. Oh. Thank you everyone who came back. Um sorry, sorry about that, but there's several of you that have come back and I appreciate you very much. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for coming back. Um so yeah. I don't even know how the what the heck. Okay. I think it's working. I think it's working. Sam, you don't say that. You don't say that. Um, there is one thing I remember that I did want to show and talk about a little bit um, in the quick shot segment since I think we're done. We're done ranting about battle passes. because They're terrible, just so you know. They're absolute junk. Um, but the other thing was... Let me get my production team to pull it up. Uh, Rainbow Six is getting a new map, and they showed some, some early footage of it. And it is one of the first times this game has had new maps in an incredibly long time. Um, I'll cut to a thing where they talk about it a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like Rainbow Six Siege has done some really cool stuff um, to try to bring people back to the game. I think they could do a better job at communicating it, um, but here we are. So this is the first time it's getting a new map. Um, I think that's super, super cool. Yeah, it's been like a couple of years since they've done a new map, right? Yeah, it's like been a long time. Some. Yeah, they've been reworking them. And I, I remember when people were talking about, uh, talking about Battlefront or not Battlefront. Jesus Christ, when they're talking about uh, Battlefield twenty forty two, and reworking maps, and they said that you know they're doing the the public feedback thing for getting maps. Um, they said that a lot of people use rainbow six as an example because they they completely they take data um they take player feedback and they uh completely uh rework these maps to play a lot better and, and balance them out a lot better and uh it, it works pretty good so hopefully battlefield does something similar i i doubt they will um, i don't know if they can because at least in siege there's like in area where you have to go in but in battlefield everything is just so open you know they can't really look at hot spots because the hot spot could be miles away because there's a hill there that people can hide behind did, did you did you like that did you like that in the uh in the blog post they said we we published this heat map so you can see where uh where all the fighting takes place and then there wasn't a heat map picture there like they didn't. was. I don't remember if it was in the blog post or not. I remember seeing one, but yeah, it was like, yeah, there was hills there that people could go prone and hide for a second. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I really enjoy Siege um, because uh, a lot of it is uh, um, the ranked is really fun. The teamwork is really fun. Uh, each round kind of gives you that adrenaline, uh, like the end of a. Uh, like the end of a battle royale, you still get you still get that adrenaline going. Mm -hmm. Um, don't know. I I like siege a lot. Um, you don't one hundred percent have to be like super cracked, although it helps. Um, people do play it fast and are really good, really good shots. But you can you can get some kills and you can do well using your brain. Um, which is which is what I what I need. Um, I don't think it's it's. I would say it's similar in pacing to CS. Um, I've only played CS a couple times, but it, it's similar. I mean, it's just, it's search and destroy on steroids. Um, but if you play ranked, 
the rounds are a whole minute less. So the rounds, I think, are only two and a half minutes, three minutes. So like you, you had to get in the building or you have to keep them out of the building. Um, so no, it, it's cool. I've, I've been really enjoying it. I'll probably play that on stream tonight, actually. It's been a lot of fun um, coming back to that game um after tarkov i think i think i've realized with first person shooters i like i have to play a few different ones i can't just super stick to one the last time i could do that was like battlefield one and five where i just played the crap out of those but yeah anymore i feel like i need to play a few different ones to keep to keep from going mad with with how things are <laughs> currently in today's today's landscape of shooters but. yeah it makes sense you almost kind of have to do that in general you know you can't just <clears throat> play one game for a year straight or yeah. something like that i mean yeah. you can sure but you're gonna get burnt out right the other yeah the other thing about siege that i think is really cool um so i played it over uh the weekend quite a bit not quite a, but, but both evenings a couple hours each day and the thing that was crazy about that was battle eye was absolutely popping off it, it shows you in the upper right when people get banned and it just was scrolling with all the people getting banned and you're just like like we're getting our ass kicked in the match but we're all like yeah battle eye woo, pop off baby like we're all excited to watching all the cheaters get get scammed get kicked out of the damn game it was so good um, but they've added uh, they've added a lot of stuff to help with cheaters. They're constantly working on that. Um, they've shown this season. Um, I just I feel like we're in year seven of a game and still getting new maps, still getting new operators, um, still getting huge quality of life changes. Um, and I just think that's commendable. Yeah. And yeah, I've, that's pretty rare. And honestly, um, with that, I. I, and I just said how I hate battle passes, so just let me have it in the comments, but I actually buy the battle pass for Siege just because I bought the game for like 15 bucks and I've gotten so much good out of it and they still do all this stuff every season. I pay the 10 bucks like just to get the battle pass to support them because I, I appreciate a studio supporting a game for that long. And it, it yeah. kind of like protects your investments. Like I just feel I don't have a problem throwing some money at something that I think's worth it, and I appreciate I appreciate the effort. So, um, a lot of the stuff I hated with ranked were people like the game itself. I think is in a great state. The stuff that turned me off from it, why I took a really long break from it, was like player the players is the people the people cheesing the system. Um, whether that be at the you know the extreme end of cheaters or you have like uh people who would be smurfs i hated smurfs so that a smurf is someone who uh buys another account and just and keeps it deranked and throws a lot of matches to get in lower ranks and then they'll they'll just start shit stomping everybody so that happened a lot people having like multiple accounts so as cheap as the game is you know sometimes the game's on sale for like seven bucks so every time they were on sale uh people and even on console you don't even on console you just make another console account and you get it like yeah. for free on pc i actually had to buy another copy of it so i'm just speaking from experience on pc like 
you had to, you would straight up every time there was a sale, just get ready for the Smurf wave because people would buy new accounts, start clear at zero. The game doesn't know where to rank them because it's a brand new account. And then they'll put them in lower ranks. When Siege, when ranked Siege is working, it is so, so good. When people play to their ability and it matches you with people of similar skill level, I mean, a lot of the games are super close. You have a lot of 1v1s at the end. You have some clutches. Um, like, it's just really competitive, and it's a ton of fun playing people that are your skill level on that. And again, in rank, you know where you stand, and you know you get that feedback of when you improve, you know you get a higher rank, and you work towards a higher rank. But when people, when everyone plays the game that's there, how it's supposed to be played, it's great. Um, but what they did was to cut down on Smurfs is they made it where you have to have a phone number um to 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 attach to that account like two-factor authentication with a valid phone number and then they're actually working with a third-party company to uh negate and stop people from using those websites where you can like rent a phone number or just use one for free to get an account somewhere so they're actually cracking down on all of that a lot so i'm excited to see later on in this season once i kind of get settled into my rank where i belong um, if, if there are less smurfs and it works well um, and as always they're doing a lot of stuff with cheaters so then that cuts down on cheaters too because they can't just get another, another account, account for ranked yeah for ranked and also from the player side of things in toxicity they're adding like a player karma system which is really cool so like people can commend you for being a good teammate and like if you start to team kill people like you'll lose you'll lose your player karma and get ranked with a, you'll, you'll get match made with other dickheads and um so like in Siege, um, when you team kill somebody, if they say, hey, it's intentional, this guy's an asshole, when you shoot somebody else on your team, it does damage to you, like Ricochet, it, you can kill yourself instead. Well, what people would do is they'd get in a quick match just to be a butthole, they'd shoot somebody in the head and leave and get in another match. Well now, and their slate would be wiped clean, well now that follows them into the next match. So if they're an asshole, they come in with friendly fire activated like already. So they're just doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, from that end, um, they're really ramping up like toxic chat and stuff to try to try to get people who I j they're doing a lot of stuff and I appreciate it to get people who want to play the game correctly and friendly together. And I'm I'm so hopeful that it works out because it's it's such a cool game. It's such a really deep game. Um, it sucks to get into now, but because of the learning yeah. curve. But... Yeah, the little bit of siege that I played, and this was years ago. It was probably year two or three you know, for reference, and I was on Xbox at that point. It it was a very toxic game. Even then, people would yeah. would just message you on Xbox and be like, "Hey, kid, your dog shit." Like, bro, I, this is my fifth game. Yeah, this is the first game I've played sober on this game. <laughs> Chill. Cheers. I've played this game blackout drunk with my friends a couple of times. It's I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know the maps relax it's a video game yeah yeah people can get really toxic on pc too of course and that's the other thing i guess i guess i should say um it's really it's really dependent on having friends to play with there yeah. are some crazy crazy uh masochists out there that'll just grind solo but and put up with the jerk teammates and stuff like that but it it's a game where I get excited to play with my friends, but if I had to play solo, like I'd, I'd rather read a book and I hate, I haven't read a book since like third grade. So <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to play it solo. 
but it's so yeah. it's so fun with a group of people of similar skill level and working together making call outs and strats and stuff on the fly it, it's really cool so yeah and i know that's hard to find like a group of people that want to stick with it because like i i definitely get it like it's it'd be so hard to get into and start over but maybe it's better where people can't can't just uh buy smurfs all the time and you'll actually be playing with other new players it's just it's just a game that really relies on playing with a good group of people and playing with a group of people of your skill level like if, if you're if you're with other new players that don't know what they're doing either it's a great time everybody's just running around shooting each other and it, it's like you know but then it, you know if you get a new player and then someone who just bought a smurf account who's in the newcomer playlist which is for you know people under like level 30 and they're making little pinholes and floors and shooting you when you come in the window and st- you're not gonna you're not gonna stick with it like you're, yeah this is stupid and i'm out but yeah like when i played my friends were on smurf accounts but that was more for my benefit you know so i didn't get matched with people that played the game for 40 hours a week right and they would they would play a little bit differently they were we were drunk it was a friday night we were just having a good time they Mm -hmm. weren't trying to knock out a little kill hole in this corner so you can spawn people (laughs) they were like let's we're having a good time yeah this guy's never played Mm -hmm. it was a little different but in general smurf accounts are they're kind of shitty especially for the new players you know these people are trying to learn their ropes they don't want to get yeah. 360 no scope by somebody who's been playing the game for seven years yeah and they, they have a pretty good system for that now they probably didn't back when you played it but they have an unranked mode which is the ranked rules so you get to learn the map ban phase you get to learn how to ban operators you get the shorter time you get all that stuff of playing ranked but it doesn't count so they added okay. a deal in ranked where you have to be within a thousand mmr of who you're playing with so you can't have like a plat teaming up with a copper to get easy matches and get boosted. So you have to yeah. be fairly close to rank together. But if you have a friend who hasn't played very much, you guys can go into unranked and you can learn and play together and, yeah. and che- cheese around in there. So it's okay. Yeah. They have, they've, they're, they're trying to get there to where people have the best opportunity. And what's crazy to me is they have, they have an entire department of, of uh, people that just work on like player behavior and how players act and try to make it better to help people play the game you know correctly and have fun they have the whole department on that which is pretty cool yeah i think games going forward are going to start having some sort of system like that or sportsmanship where this guy's a dickhead we're going to match him up with other dickheads or (laughs) this person's trying to play the game legitimately but they're not very good we'll Mm kind of match them up with people like that and and try and move those toxic players away that being said i'm all for some in-game toxicity there's nothing more fun than going than to bf4 all chat and shit talking that one guy oh yeah it's the most fun thing when you finally or in battlefield 5 when you kill the tank that's just camping by the vehicle repair station yes the whole time and you finally kill him yeah yeah you gotta let him know um but yeah like the and i i hope i hope it doesn't go too far i hope there's still room for that um i hope there's room for you know after you win in a double overtime and you you just say that was easy like i i hope you can still i hope you can still do some of that stuff um and it doesn't go it doesn't go too far because some of that's still good but like the the team killing stuff and 
some of the things you know the edgy kids try to say to get attention you know using the, the yes the bad words and stuff get them out they can play together in just some kind of cesspool by themselves yeah you can have the reddit kids over here and the people that are trying to take the game legitimately over <laughs> here yeah i think i think that's pretty cool but there there still needs to be room for some shit talking so yeah, I think we can move into chat Q&A again, guys. Yeah, that's I think that's the main that pretty much covers kind of what what we had uh prepared to talk about or I had prepared to talk about. Uh special thank you to OSB man for coming on. I know it was late notice. Uh Hillbilly man who I usually have on here, uh he couldn't make it tonight, so I just you know, texted you and you were able to come on and I super super appreciate it. It's been fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, we can do chat Q and A and Brendan has an excellent question right off the rip. Uh, he asks, um, would it be more beneficial for Battlefield to just come out with a new game or shock us all with season one content and changes? What do you think? It's a double-edged sword. They've tarnished the Battlefield name. I don't know if people would buy another game, but the people that already own it, if season one knocks it out of the fucking park, It'll bring people back and it could restore some faith in the in the franchise. It's just, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know which would be better. It's, they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I don't know which is the right way to go for them. Yeah. As much as it sucks to say. That is, that's a great question. Um, honestly, I feel like, what they're probably going to do is come out with a new game and I think they're going to take it on the chin. Um, you know, people are going to say, hey, do like you, you host us, like we're not going to buy another game, but I feel like battlefield is a big enough franchise. They have a large enough reach and a large enough audience. If they end up screwing up somehow and making a really good game that people will come back to it. People will come back to the franchise if they make a good game. It's it's not it's not like it's an indie studio that has to start from scratch and nobody knows who they are and come out yeah. with a new game. Like even even though as a franchise they're starting from scratch and they they're starting kind of in a hole, they still have that big reach of, you know, past Battlefield titles. They have that large Twitter, they have EA behind them. And if they build a good game, word will get out and I think they can come back. Um honestly, I have to I have to respectfully disagree with Sam um saying the engine is great. Um it doesn't run good on my computer. Um honestly, I feel like Battlefield 5 has better graphics and runs better um on my PC. Yeah. But but yeah. Honestly, it it's going to suck. People are going to be really mad. But I think I think a new game is the way to go. Um, in a perfect world, yeah, season one would knock it out of the park uh, to 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 bring people back and have them, um, you know, have enough time to to get their hundred dollars worth out of it, you know, before the next game. Um, that would be perfect world to fix everything, fix the optimization, re rework some, you know, rework three instead of reworking kaleidoscope or whatever like they're talking like you know maybe part way through season one so we're talking close to next fall they're gonna rework one map sorry guys too slow like you're you're too fucking late um but if they come out with you know if they reworked half of them and came out with two new maps that were really good and people came back you know that would help that would help people quite a bit with you know feeling the pain of spending a hundred bucks i got to level 69 <laughs> Nice. And, and I thanks, man. And I haven't, I haven't played, I haven't played in in quite a while. 
because yeah. quite a while. I've I feel like I've gotten my money's worth out of it at the least. You know, I paid I bought it through Origin, so I got a little bit of a discount being a an EA Play subscriber. So I think I paid it was like a hundred and ten dollars, and I've got like a hundred and sixty four hours in it. So I got a, a dollar an hour, a little less than that, which it's not great. You know, I would have liked to had two, three, four, five hundred, a thousand hours in the game, but that's that's not realistic with the state of it. But I'm not that butthurt that I wasted money. I at least got an amount of time out of it. And I'll probably play it when season one comes out. I don't know about before then. So Yeah, I'll check out the new map. I'm so bummed because I had so much content planned around the weapons and stuff, but it's like, dude, there's four assault rifles. I was gonna make videos about, you know, what's the best assault rifle and all that? it's there's four of them. Just yeah. Test them in one game and you know which one like I, the, the content is just like not there. And I um actually I was looking at Google Trends today and battlefield has always kind of been above i just looked at escape from tarkov and for like the first time ever even though even though escape from tarkov is on is an indie game on a single platform it's only pc and battlefield has all three others it has actually uh surpassed search volume on youtube um for battlefield uh like last week it's crazy yeah so i've actually got a i've got a question about tarkov because the the developers are Russian, correct? Yep. Yeah. Are, are there new players joining the game? Can that's people what, buy it? That's what I, I don't know. I haven't heard. I, I, yeah, I don't know. The servers are still up and running. Um, and the, uh, the studio themselves, they haven't, they've been silent. Um, they did tweet some stuff about an in-game event. Um, but as far as like the things going on, they haven't said anything. Um, yeah. Which I don't think they can. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, and that that was something that was kind of crazy. Is you know people were jumping on you know they they they're not saying anything not they're not condemning the attack and stuff like that. It's like guys like they can't they can't no yeah um no that's a shitty situation for them. Like I hope those guys are doing okay. I hope that new players can join. Yeah. That, there's nothing worse than having this super popular game that nobody new can get into yeah and i i don't know if they can or not and i'm sure honestly this is um kind of like of a late point in the wipe and people are becoming myself kind of included disenfranchised with it a little bit like you you reach a certain point when you've done all you can do and then it seems kind of silly like i struggle to find a reason once i've escaped from tarkov i'm having a hard time deciding why i need to go back um but (laughs) And it's kind of at that point in the wipe, so I don't think they're missing out on a ton of stuff. It seems like um, every wipe, like when they wipe again later this summer, I pray that this bullshit is over and things can relax and, you know, people can get back in the game. Yeah. Hope. But, yeah. So, yeah, it's I, I have no idea. I, I wondered that too, um, but I, I, I never looked into it. I was very curious. People could get into it. Because... Cause I, I remember, um, I remember whenever I bought the game, my bank was like, you want to do what? <laughs> and they shut off my debit card. Cause like you, you're legit, like sending money to Russia. So Russia, yeah. where they took them off the swift banking deal. I don't, I don't, I would venture to say they probably can't. Can't. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would make sense unless if somebody buys it through some sort of cryptocurrency. But if that's even if they accept that, I don't know. That's something that's been kind of not really on my mind, but kind of in the back of it since all this shit started happening. Yeah. I'll do a quick Google search. I mean, I got it right here. Yeah, if only we had all of the world's information at our fingertips, right? I know. Imagine if we had something like Google. Now, um, I'm an Ask Jeeves kind of guy, personally. Well, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> is is Jeeves is Jeeves still even kicking? Like, does anybody know? I don't has any, know. Has anyone checked on Jeeves lately? He was old when I was a kid. Uh, I'm not. It, I'm it not doesn't sure. look. It is no. It's not. Is he dead? It's, Google's telling me to go back to safety. Um, can, uh, can F's we have, in the chat for Ask Jeeves. Can we have a moment of silence for Jeeves? Alright, thanks Jeeves. Shout out for your service. We appreciate you. <laughs> and uh, we're, uh, we're sorry for, for whatever happened. Whenever it happened. Um, let me see. I could I could do a new post on Reddit and uh, see if see if they'll uh, let me see if they'll answer. I'm not doing that. I'm terrified to post anything on Reddit. Um, I can't see. I can't see anything. No one's saying anything. Let me sort sort by new. Uh, the other thing that I didn't really talk about, have you seen anything about the cycle frontier? I saw something the other day, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. I know it's like kind of space Tarkov. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's a, a bad description, but no, I mean, that's what like everybody's calling it and it kind of is. And I, I think that's a, that's a game that I should probably, uh, probably get into just to see, because I feel like a lot of people have said that maybe maybe the DMCA is uh not the DM DMCA Jesus dude the DMZ uh could be kind of modeled off of it um I'll put some I'll put some gameplay on the screen um maybe and oops I don't have the thing right gosh dang it my production team is garbage God you gotta fire your producer he's so geez. bad but He's I, dog I, shit. I I got a beta code and I I kind of want to play it. Um, but the uh, just to see because a lot of people said the DMZ zone could be like this, and I hope it is. I hope it's as in depth as this. What's interesting about the cycle is I'm not a huge fan of like the setting and stuff. I kind of like the more grounded tactical type stuff, but that's just probably because I'm really old. Um, but. The thing is that's cool about this is they're already doing what Tarkov wants to do. So instead of, so in Tarkov, everybody starts the raid at the same time and the timer starts down like 40 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever. And you're all on the edge of the maps. So you got to cross and get to extract, right? Do, do whatever you want to do in the middle. Mm -hmm. Well, this game, the servers are up for like six hours or something and you drop in at random places at random times. The loot dynamically repopulates at different times and stuff like that. Um, and then you you call in a ship you have different extracts where you can call in a ship and get out at any time So it's a lot more kind of open world you do your thing. And it's a lot less predictable a lot of the chads in Tarkov um, 
get frustrated or something that's that's a part of the game now is someone who's played Tarkov for a really long time, the game becomes really predictable. They know where people okay, start. Yeah. They know the routes that people take to the POIs. And they, you know, they know that 30 minutes into a raid, if I go on this hill, there's, or not 30 minutes, it's usually, it's usually at the beginning. So like, if, if in three minutes I make it to this ridge, someone coming from this spawn on shoreline trying to get to the resort is going to pass through here and they can kill you. And they could just because they know. And I, that's not how Tarkov is supposed to be. It's supposed to be unpredictable. Like you never know what you're going to run into. And, yeah. and the cycle helps with that. So like you, you truly don't know because it's random. The, the server just runs for, like I said, six hours. I think they said. I heard that somewhere, don't quote me on it, but the server runs for a really long time and you just kind of dynamically, you know, enter and leave as you want. Hmm. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it, like you said, it makes it more unpredictable at the least. Yep. So I'm I'm interested to see. Um, it's supposed to be like a little bit more accessible Tarkov and I could see the DMZ doing that. I hope the DMZ isn't just... Uh, like spec ops which is co-op missions against npcs but i could see that being the case too so i'm 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 uh i'm adopting your mentality of really low expectations so yeah i feel good it's about the it. way to go it is um what's up insurgent welcome in man um good to see you dude uh bullet ken thanks for being here uh nerfy turf wasn't that destruction true we all do um i think that moment of silence was a long time ago yeah probably uh what do you think about rust man i never got into rust it was kind of before my time of being uh of gaming on pc and stuff so i i've watched some people play it uh i remember on twitch when it was like the big deal like for all the big twitch streamers to play rust together on a server um i watched it a little bit but it seems like it could be fun uh rust and scum they look they look kind of funny um so yeah. Yeah, I know fuck all about Rust. It's a game. I've never played it. True. I don't think I've ever seen any gameplay of it. It seems it seems pretty hardcore. Uh like about can't you like get cold? Like you have to put clothes on if it's cold out and like No, I'm I'm out. Oh, that's that's I'm... it's some or that might be Daisy I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm not playing a game that realistic. And if I am, <laughs> it's a racing game, and I have some sort of concept of what I'm doing. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, I think that's all I had. This chat, you guys, I'll give chat a little bit longer. Do you guys have any questions or anything? Rust is just like Tarkov, but in a real open world and survival elements. You can get too hot and too cold, <laughs> and you can build your base. Yeah, I remember seeing. I remember seeing that. That's pretty wild. Um, yeah, do you guys have any other questions? I hope I didn't just shut the stream off. No, I didn't. An assault people's bases. Yeah, I remember that. I also played a game that was really interesting called Deadside. Um, that was a cool like survival type game from an indie studio that's kind of like a Tarkov light again. Um it was pretty cool you could build bases and but what they did was they had a wipe and they didn't tell anybody it was coming so i spent like a week chopping trees down to, it was took a long time to build a base so i chopped trees i like i feel like i wore out my mouse clicking the button chopping trees like i don't know how to do macros or whatever so i never did i could have done that 
We had to chop trees and you had to go mill it into logs, into boards and make walls. And so I built this base, it took forever. The next day it wiped and deleted it. They didn't say anything. I'm like, guys, I'm- Oh, I would be so mad. Yeah, I was like, that's gonna be it for me for now. So I haven't gone back to it. I know they've been adding a lot of stuff, but it, it was an interesting game. I might have to, have to check it out. See where they're at. Cause I know they've been adding stuff. They came out with a roadmap and stuff like that. It seems like every other game by Battlefield can come out with a roadmap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Although I, just... I, I gotta say, it's a totally different genre. Gran Turismo doesn't do any roadmap. Like a week before a content update, the head of the studio will tweet out a picture of silhouettes of cars and that's it. That's all you get. If there's a new track coming, it's a fucking surprise. It's kind of fun, honestly. There's like... There's two sides of no communication. It's either frustrating or they communicate like issues. And then like content is a pleasant little surprise. Yeah. So they've already had content updates. That game just came out. Not yet. That was on sport, um, which gotcha. they, they supported for five years, but I can't imagine it's going to be any different. Right. All right, then. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you have a game that you enjoy. And I'm yeah, just it, I'm just out here trying to make a seven year old game fun again. <laughs> Siege. Hey, don't don't worry, buddy. I'll I'll stream some Gran Turismo this week. You need to. Definitely need I to know. check it out. Twitch.tv slash only slightly bad. Everyone. Um, but yeah, I think I'm I think that's probably gonna be it. Uh thank you so much to everyone for being here. Um, thank you for listening to this disaster on a podcast. Uh, sorry about the power outage um that was amazing and i think that's gonna be it i am probably here in about a half hour or so i'm probably gonna fire up the stream over on twitch.tv slash crash eight and play a little bit of rainbow six i'm thinking um but yeah other than that i think that's gonna be it for us i think that was about an hour and a half of content minus the five minute disaster of my power going out but anything else to add uh no twitch twitch.tv slash only slightly bad um check out the objective a battlefield podcast we're gonna be rebranding because the game is dead but yeah um just just check us out and uh yeah thanks for having me on dude thanks for uh thanks for stepping up it was a lot of fun it was yeah. way better for the audience to have uh you here than just me talking and trying to pull up shit at the same time would have been <laughs> i mean it would have fit in with the shittiness of the show but it would have been really shitty yeah so, i get it so i get it no worries so i super appreciate it oh sam asked real quick oh no uh is world war three good it has potential uh i'm scared uh i'm scared of uh microtransactions in that game but the the basis for a really good game is there um yeah. if if they if they add modes like rush and selfishly i want an s and d mode and they add maps um we're, we got a game and if the microtransactions are fair we're we're, we're playing world war three yeah so. i'm in the same boat as you so those, those things have to come together the audio is to an acceptable level um yeah i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping they are uh i'm hoping they're listening i'm hoping that they're still on track for the open beta this month although it's pretty late in the month and we haven't heard anything 
they could be needing a delay they're still having matchmaking trouble which is rough that's what they were having back in 2018 so i'm a little concerned about that um it's been it, it felt like 2018 again when they did the stress test and it's like dude yeah it's been a long time <laughs> like uh gotta gotta fix that <laughs> please so that's a little concerning that could be there could be a delay coming or it up until they announced the the open beta they're selling closed beta packs to people who to get access so you know they're, they're making money right up until they announce the open beta right so that's the other thing because you have to think as soon as they say hey it's going to be free to play this date people are going to stop buying closed beta packs to get in the closed beta so that's the other thing i thought of only 32 likes yeah that's pretty good dude that mad max that's pretty good for a show that's this terrible but i i think it's pretty good 33 oh shout out <laughs> so, all right guys i think that's gonna be it i appreciate you so much uh god willing we'll be back next monday with something i'll have something for you guys we'll hang out talk and drink bourbon with something and uh yeah, we'll see you then. Thank you guys so much for being here, and we'll see you in a week. See you, boys.